the, the, the Boga Honey Podcast. That's why I, I tried not to have camps on my bow. I don't have to deal with slippage or anything Shut like that. Up. Just put a new string on there, you're fine. What is Boga? But seriously, that's the dumbest thing ever. It, it go, I am all about Just strap it to your pack. Really appreciate the fact that you're from Michigan and not Georgia. So you don't want to be the next Mark Kenyon. No. I'm a shit show. <laughs> that's, that spot's taken. You can see how pathetic Jared's face is right now. <laughs> because that's how it looked. It was just like, is this good enough? Before we jump into this episode, we have to thank a few of our partners that help make this podcast possible. First up is First Light. Great camo, fusion, cypher. You get to pick your option, or you can go that new ash gray color. Uh, they make fantastic merino. They make great stuff for elk hunting, great stuff for hunting down south, great stuff for deer hunting by us. Uh, so we rock it all year long. We love it. Check it out, firstlight.com. If you guys are in search of a new pack, then you guys have to check out the Seek Outside Short Tail. It's designed to cover three main uses, which are the western big game hunts, it's tree sand friendly, and it's great for backpacking long trails. And it can pack out close to 200 pounds. You could carry out a Jared. You can carry out one of me if you use want. The, use the promo code BOGA, all caps, for 5% off your order. Jared's sold separately. If you're looking to get into the tree saddle game this year, then you guys need to check out Trophy Line. These guys have been around since the 1960s, and they've been doing it ever since. We're going to be rocking their Ambush Light tree saddles this year. They're lightweight, they're comfy, and they're extremely easy to use for that beginner. Head over to their website and use the promo code BOGAHUNTING10 for 10% off your order. If you're looking for a quality, handmade, top-of-the-line traditional bow, look no further than Bivouac Bow Company. Jim and Georgia there are excellent boyers, handmade, custom. They are precise, and they make fantastic shooting bows. If you're looking for a great bow, check them out, bivouacbowco.com. So if you guys are like me and you find that buying new arrows can be completely cumbersome and annoying where you have to go to the bow shop and have them cut your arrows and glue in the inserts then you guys need to check out vector custom shop all of their arrows are purpose built meaning they're going to take your draw weight your draw length and a bunch of other specs that you want and they're going to actually make the arrow for you and then send it to you and they have direct to consumer prices so check these guys out vectorcustomshop.com there are a lot of good apps out there but if you're a hunter and you're looking for a do-it-all app, check out HuntWise. First of all, they have GPS software that tells you where you are, where boundaries are. You can share locations. But it's also a, a community of hunters where you can all share what you're experiencing. We'll post there pretty regularly. Actually, that is where I have my only social media account. So if you want to see what's going on in my mind, go to HuntWise and check us out. Yeah, the, I got it to work. The the big thing is don't unplug it. This, this cord is not very in. We should just put batteries in there, new batteries in there too. They drain so fast. I know, but we can have them as backup. 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 That way Will it's cut over? Yeah. You promise? Um, 100% because one time we unplugged it, it stayed on for a little while and then it went off. Okay. I have battery. What are, what are they? Triple A's? Double A's. Not days. an animal. We'll have to write that into the 2021 budget. Yeah, hell yeah, man. And you know, what, stack of you know what it is? Lithium. You want lithium. You want the li- yeah. Seriously, though, I started using lithium in my headlamp. It lasts like three times as long. I used I, to go like two outings and they'd be done, you know? Mm-hmm. Got up my battery game. What do you guys want to talk about tonight? Well, I wanted to t- use this as the um, kind of kickoff going into 2020's deer hunting season for especially us in Michigan. And I figured we got Mark and Jared and, and me, James, here uh, to talk what our plans are, what our goals are. Yeah. Um, I did, and I mentioned this to you guys. We've been getting some questions about the different things we wear. Um, I don't know why, but quite a bit. And so I wanted to also like right now? cover. Well, I'm yeah, in, what are you I'm wearing right comfy now? comfy <laughs> sweaties. I'm um, free balling. Ah, oh, gross. Wow. I can see it's outlined. And I've got the new Affliction brand, Grunt Style. It's really marine looking of you right now. Oh, dude. I've got stars, stripes, and eagles flying on my chest. You got an eagle coming out of your chest. You been lifting? No. That's just that's extra donuts. T-shirt does, does that moves. to you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Athletic cut. Um, 
and Mark, when you talk about what we're wearing, Mark looks like he just got off a photo shoot. Would you say he looks like a some creative dude? I feel like you could you could have I could see you with the camera. That makes sense. I feel like I have that same shirt. Do you? Well, yeah, you I tuck it one. in though. Here's the th- difference between you and him. You will tuck it in, and you'll have your your cell phone clipped to the outside of your Ooh. pants, like. Just a classic. You, yeah, I can't pull that off. Jared, I went to his I work one, once. One he time. had one, and I, I had to say, I as his friend had to say something and say, "Man, I went phone clip <laughs> for like <laughs> a week. <laughs> a phone clip on the full outside. Phone clip for a week. You are not old enough for that, my friend. Um, although it was pretty convenient to have this. Quite convenient. It was pretty quite convenient to have that phone just attached right to your hip there, and you just pull it out. You get a little buzz. Is there a hunting equivalent to that? Is there like something that someone does that you're like it's a fanny and, pack? <laughs> what, excuse me. No, pointed at uh, the fanny pack. You're saying that's not cool. I'm saying I wouldn't. I I've had a talk with you already about <laughs> it, <laughs> and I'm wondering if Mark and I both need. To do, talk do to you, you. Well, how do you feel about the fanny? So what we're talking about here for people listening is sometimes, not always, but when I'm just wearing, when I'm not wearing a backpack, walking around, I'll often wear my bino harness around my waist because it hurts my back sometimes. My back just gets fatigued. So Jared gives me all kinds of guff about it. I'm, I feel like Mark's about to give you some guff. <laughs> hey, Mark. You know He's what? Like I'm so first spewing. of all, before you speak, Mark, I accept whatever you have to say, and I respect your opinion, but like, I'm so comfortable in my own skin, I'm, I'm going to keep rocking it. Go ahead. It's, With that background. So when are, you, when are you utilizing this? This is off-season? Yeah, when I'm scouting and stuff. Or like if I'm with Laura and Dee, we're walking around. Do you okay. put it in the front or the back? Uh, well, you know what? That's the beauty of it. it <laughs> it'll go front or back, depending on what you're doing. Depending on the day. Yeah. So, like, I'll throw wow. it in the front. When I, like, when we were in Yellowstone, I needed those puppies ready. I just, you know, had my, my Vortexes right on my, what, not, what's your front fanny? My Depends if you're in the franny. Europe It's a franny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, I grab those so I can have them. But if I'm walking around, I just, I need to bend over or something. I'll just scoot into the back. But Would when you I'm ever like, put it to the side, just kind of like a little bino holster? You know, I actually, I dabbled. It was fine. I I, I need front or back, though. It keeps me kind of like even on both balanced? sides. Balanced. Yeah. Because you're top heavy? Well, no. It just keeps me balanced front to back. I've got great forward-backwards stability. It's fine. side to side. That's that's where mm-hmm. I get in trouble. So, no. Mark, what, what, do you, what do you think? I mean, I guess off-season, I could see it working. Anything I think, goes in the off-season. Would you yeah. do it? I just... No, I don't, you don't care if you. It's no. fine if you wouldn't. Yeah. But do you have a? Does it hurt your? Does it pinch your between your shoulders? No, I've, at all. I've never, never no. had that issue. What am I, I doing wrong? I just feel like the throw, having to reach down there up to here, just feels, feels like I don't know, unnatural. Un- unnatural. Even in, more un- even in scouting season. Yeah. Eh. Oh, we have backs, man, I, that can handle some weight. Is it that? Do you think I'm just t- like tying it wrong? I could be. Are you tying it too tight? I I put it pretty tight and pretty high. Do you put it pretty high, Mark? Yeah, I like it high and tight. It, some people like it nice and low, like belly, belly yeah, low. Not a fan of that. No. Interesting. Well, I'll, maybe I'll play with it. You want to size me later, Mark? You want to <laughs> help me with that? <laughs> All right. What um, were we talking about? Well, we're talking about. I don't remember what we were talking about. We were, we're talking about our goals, everything going into this year. No, we and we then we're talking about well, I'm what leading we're wearing. Yeah, then I we've had some questions. So we did some stuff for Q. Uh, was that BHA? Yeah, and we did something else where like half the questions were like asking what coat was that or like what what would you wear? You know, what kind of rain gear do you mm-hmm. get? And so I figure we take a little time going sure. into the season, like how we're approaching. You know, the way that we're you know kind of geared up for it. So starting off, Jared, you and Mark. Both have. We're going to talk about what we're what we're going for this year, right? You've both been sending me pictures of deer that you've been um, seeing. Bucks. Sorry, <laughs> let me re- rephrase that. Bucks. You guys, you guys got some bucks on cameras. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Mark, I'm going to start with you because, um, I think you've got the best shot. No offense, Jared, but there's a reason why Jared's shot is not as good, and we've talked about it. Because you I don't want to share- bring up tack again. Uh, but not. I will if I no. Have I'm to. saying you, you're a great. I'm not. This is not anything to oh, do with your. Low. Not anything to do with your skill. It's the other people that are on oh, your yeah. land, right? Oh, They're gonna yeah. jam you up. Oh yeah. But Mark has a lot of acreage. Mark, actually, just walk us through your situation. Sure. So this past uh, spring, May, uh, my family closed on a new parcel 
80 acres. Well, technically it's 77. Uh Um, And yeah, it's a mix of just about every forest type you could imagine. Some marsh, 15 acres of agricultural field, which this year has not been planted. Um, Are you going to plant it? It will be planted in the spring. Do you loan, lease it out to like a farmer? Yep. We signed Mm. a lease this summer with a farmer. It'll be, it's a, a, a... Dairy farmer is even planting corn the first couple of years. So Got it. Beautiful. We'll have a the corn factor, um, hopefully working in our advantage. Mm-hmm. Next year, this year, it's all been been all about just trying to uh, reestablish some of the trails that were there. Mm-hmm. Um, brush hogging it. it. Oh man, yeah, we brush hogged. You've been uh, doing work this yeah. summer. Yeah, you have a lot this summer. Um, Do you have the thing you pull behind your fork? That's the brush hog, right? That's yep, the way exactly. You pull Those things yep. are awesome. Yep, we got one of those, and we've got the, uh, it's like the string trimmer with the carbide saw blade on the end of nice. it. Yeah, those That's are cool. Two-handle guy. Those are pretty slick. Yep. Um, this The foundation of the property was incredible. It's just it hasn't been, it's been leased the last five years. Yep. So just kind of neglected uh, all of the existing stands that were there. I would never trust myself <laughs> yeah um, like literally hanging on by threads so that we, one will break my spine yeah, yeah. <laughs> pick your we, switch <laughs> y'all we, go into the woods and pick your switch <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh you're good so we we pulled down pretty much everything that was out there uh just widened up a lot of trails for easier access and then put in essentially three food plots mm-hmm. um in the property which have just i think completely changed the landscape and the dynamic of the area because it's a lot of just hay field around us right um the particular section that we're in there's don't get me wrong there's a lot of corn and beans and stuff in the vicinity of our property Mm -hmm. but i think the uh herd if you will that's living in our section primarily hasn't had like a really rich food source like an easy food source easy food source so yeah i mean i've got photos from the last month of eight to 12 bucks uh in one food plot at if a you time. had to give them so i guess maybe an average age and maybe size just for people have a little bit of idea yeah so I, I didn't check cards for five weeks and i was able to get to with the wind we had when i was up there this past weekend uh to five of the of the cameras that we have on the property and there was definitely a bit of a september shift that, yeah, that mm-hmm. happened. Um, Lots of acorns falling right then, or there's a decent amount. Yeah, um, a lot of red oak. I haven't seen a ton of white, so I'm not sure as far as like seasonality, palatability, yeah, that kind of thing. How that will all play out. Um, I feel like I see them hit red oaks later. Exactly. That's what I think. What I've heard too that the white oaks are like if you can find them beginning of the year. Yeah, like you're like that's usually pretty in, good in the game. Yep. Yeah. Lots of bucks. Tons of does. We definitely need to take some does off the property. Yeah. Um, and I would say pretty much everything was in the one and a half to two and a half year old range, minus, I think, three outliers, which I'm going to just say are three and a half year olds because that's what I would guess. Yeah. Sure. Four, four and a half year old Michigan's a pretty rare commodity, especially munching on a food plot in the middle of the day. <laughs> well, and th- these are your, these are going to be your kind of quote unquote hit list. I would say so, yeah. The so bucks the, that you're going after. Yep, there's one that was top of the list that I I saw back in, geez, it was probably late June, early July, and he was sporting a really nice rack, and um, now got photos of him out of velvet, and he's nice. Is that the one, the recent one you sent? Yeah, yeah. I'm not big on like naming deer, but he's got these really unique kind of like unibrow looking mm-hmm. eyebrows. Name him Jimmy. Re- no, really? name him name him An- Anthony Davis. <laughs> Basketball player, unibrow for the okay. Lakers. Yeah. I mean. Old Anthony. Yeah. I'm going to put an arrow on Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> AD. Sometimes Poor. they call him AD. Okay. AD. Poor Tony. Yeah. Yeah. He's going down. That, so so I, he has really nice. He's got that big, he's big just dark a face. Perfect symmetrical eight point. Mm hmm. Good Michigan eight. Like yep. A, yep. Just solid. For sure. And I've got him on camera uh, multiple times a day. Yeah, like, like just plenty troll, of daylight. Just trolling the property. Um, the last full moon we had, which we're going to actually end up with again, if for anyone that believes in the whole moon phase thing. Do you? Well, I do. You do? I do. On our property, myself and my uncle have killed so many bucks on, you know, those moon phase, um, particularly full moons. 
Full moons are your full, preference. Full moons have been my preference in the past. Yep. Why? Yep. Why is that? I just and I, I know that QDMA has done research on it um, and said that it doesn't really affect deer movement. I have just tended to see more mature bucks during those times. And if you look, so last six weeks of cameras that I ran on this new property, I'm completely unbiased. I have no idea what's happening on sure. this place. Yep. And I have that buck on the same food plot at 1030-ish mm-hmm. and probably about 230, as well as dusk and dawn, mm-hmm. just out munching by himself in the middle of a food plot. The day before and the day after the full moon. And Is that when no moon's overhead or underfoot? Moon overhead, underfoot, yep. Yep, so it's the moon is essentially uh, rising as the sun is setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you see the moon early, I feel like I can agree with that. When I see the moon out and it's daylight, you know, we talk, actually, my, my daughter will say, oh, the deer are going to be moving earlier because I feel like I must have talked about it. But, like, do you find that to be true, that... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. I mean, it's it's. I'm not saying it's everything. Yeah. I totally agree that a cold front always takes precedence over moon. But if you got two of them that are going to line up together like they're supposed to next Thursday, which uh, will be our opener, um, you're feeling pretty good I'm, about it. I'm planning to spend some time in the stand next weekend. Is it supposed to be hot? No. Temps it's supposed to be nice and cool. Warm, warm week for the next week. Like starting today, we're going to be in a warming spell. And then early next week, temps are going to drop again, and we're looking at least where we're at up in Osceola County area, like lows around 34. Oh, you love it. At night, yeah, highs I'm, 50, I'm looking 60s. at it's 35. You, it's 34, highs 50, and this is in, well, it's around here actually, or maybe, no, it's actually in Alto here. Um, you know, HuntWise is saying it's, a, let's see, uh, 38%, they say. At what time of the day? At 7 and then in the evening, um, I'm gonna switch it here. Yeah, so that's that's the um, that's what they're saying. Yeah. So might hunt a couple mornings. It's gonna be chilly. It's, let's see. It's a what two, are you gonna be? What are you? Oh, when it wearing? goes for deer days, it's a two deer day. That was what I was Ooh, trying to get yeah, to. Yeah, two. you're gonna switch it to the deer. Yeah, deer is way better than percentage. What are you yeah. gonna be wearing? Yeah, that's, there you go. That's that, a good question. Oh, great segue. Oh, he's a pro. Yeah. Carries this. I'm new to the first light system, so I'm going to be kind of feeling stuff out this year and seeing what works for me. Okay. I like might, have to, might have to step out in the morning. <laughs> How do I feel? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've done Report that. back. I've got a short little bike ride to the property from our cottage. Sweet. It's nothing, nothing huge, but we'll be pedaling the fat bike out there. Question, though, now before yep. you go. Are you going to take – how? are you going to use that to get farther into your property? Is that like a, a nope, an I think I'm, I think I'm going to park pretty much at the entrance. Okay. Um, I don't think I'll pedal through the property. Um, How come? Uh, stealth, I think. It's just the trails are bumpy, mm. rocky. I feel like I can stalk in there in the morning and be aware of my surroundings a little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I hear some crashing or, you know. Yeah, or mo- not. Movement hopefully. in the, in the yeah, hopefully not. Yeah. In the distance where I, I feel like uh, I'm kind of tuned out from my surroundings when I'm on a bike. It's like. Just the sound of it. You're the, just the, cruising. Yeah, yeah. Especially when them ground crunch the leaves are out. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? <laughs> Crunchy boys. <laughs> I sure hope we have some next weekend. Oh, that my would goodness. be exciting. Or like uh, a little fog. So, no, wait. What are you wearing? my goose. So, I'm sorry I interrupted with the bike. Because the only reason I ask is sometimes people take bikes and you can, like, I mean, we've used it for turkey hunting. First mm. of all, we got right up to, what was that, a grouse? Like, we literally biked right up next to a grouse. Could have kicked him. Um, but it was kind of quiet, but it was also on a, more of a, a road, kind of like a unpaved yeah, it was seasonal a road. two-track seasonal road. Yeah. Yep. So anyways. So yeah, probably solitude. Solitude. Still, early, in October, this early maybe. in October. We'll, we'll see. In mornings, if I'm going out there and it's, th- I don't know. We'll see. I can agree, though. I used the solitude bibs for the early dough because it was cold. It was 32 degrees. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, the, the solitude bibs are, you know, that... That outer shell you're going to put on, it's got a good amount of insulation. And the great thing about those things is that pass-through mitt. If yeah. You, uh, the kit link pass-through, if you hook it up with the uh, the solitude jacket. You can put your hands right in your coat, and it goes in your little muff. Yeah. And uh, that, that muff a- thing is sweet because it's got a little zipper in front of it, and I put my hands right in there. It kind of keeps my core. My core uh, uh, heat keeps my hands warm. 
that kept us nice and toasty all the way to what, what was it in Wisconsin last year? Single digits. Yeah, single digits. And that we were, one morning, Mark it was and I cold. Went out was, oh, it was brutal. <laughs> it was cold, but do you feel like it held up <coughs> to a point? Well, here's here's the, yeah, it, yes and no. I think for when it got neg- to to that two zero degree area, I think I needed one more piece that I didn't have, but I have now, which is kind of why I I changed up my my system a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, like down to 10 degrees for sure. We were, we were fine. Right. Yeah. So you're going to go your solitude. I have no idea to be honest. (laughs) I'm dead serious. It's It's going to be a week, baby. Yeah. It's going to be, I'm just, I'm not big on gear. I mean, I I know when I walk out the door, it's going to feel right and I'll have, you know, additional layer or two if I need it. That's true. It's, it's that typical, like the type of hunting I'm doing on this property, it's, you know, not bringing a ton of gear. All my stands are pretty much set. If I happen to hunt a spot that's a saddle stand, I already have ladders up and trees. I bring, bring a platform. You don't even need that's, to put sticks. See, that's very different than, like, for is. the most part, that the way that, you know, and that's a good point. You know, like, mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not walking two miles in. Right. Climbing through the crap, by the way, that Jared and I are going to, and we have to talk to you about this, Mark. Um, <laughs> On the next couple of days, I've got a, I got an idea for a hunt for us. Okay. Um, but it's very different. You know, it, it's a lot more to, to consider. So anyway, so you're on private land. You've got spots. You've got bucks picked up. What you, you're you're going to go out opening day? I would assume. Absolutely. You where, what describe your setup? Where where are you going to sit and why? Depends on the wind. Optimal wind, wind like just. Man, it's hard to say that. Then what, given the weather and what the let me let me tell you what the I'm figuring be. it's probably going to be a northwest. That's just that's my guess. The north, it's out of the northwest. You're correct. Did you <laughs> check this? I mean, I've been keeping keeping yeah, an eye. But so, anyways, northwest wind. Now we know. Northwest wind. Yep. Um, so I'm going to try and be as minimally invasive as possible. Yep. Uh, just really don't want to leave my scent or make too much of an impact. I I kind of want to hunt my way into this property because I I literally have no clue what's going on there. There is zero place to get a visual on the property like to glass from right or anything like that that deer are really present i mean right now that front field is just you know sprayed weeds mm-hmm. um the deer the deer are deeper into the property but that the food plot that i've had the most action on um that's just seen a ridiculous amount of traffic is literally the first thing you walk into when you step into the wooded area of the property yeah so i'm having a feeling it's probably going to be in that zone um, I have three stands, well, three blinds, if you will, on it. There's a ground blind, pretty mm-hmm. good sized tent blind that I set up months ago and brushed in. Um, I've done very little hunting off the ground in the past, but this side of the food plot that would be good for a west northwest wind just didn't have any large trees on yeah. it. So I went that route. I um, love, I love hunting on the ground. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's intense for sure. So then in the other corner, um, I guess it'd be for more of a southerly wind, probably, yeah, south, southwest, uh, a pine tree that just has a single hang-on ladder stand in it. Yeah. And then this food plot actually kind of makes a hourglass shape. It's about three-quarters of an acre on one side, maybe half to a quarter acre on the westerly side, and the hourglass pinches down there's another pine tree there that i have prepped for a saddle stand nice it would kind of be one of those like i saw a buck make a move Mm. he was out of Mm. range i'm going there he's Um, not that's not your starting spot not where i would start it'd be really tough to play with the wind you'd have to know exactly what the deer that you're going after is doing and then on the far side of the hourglass where opens back up into that smaller quarter to half acre plot i have a double ladder stand for hopefully uh taking my qdma field of work mentee out oh nice showing them the ropes yeah which will be exciting because there's yeah. this thing's getting hammered by deer so when we, are you gonna we take should them be out? surrounded so we're doing uh two public land hunts first okay just kind of oh yeah we talked about yep, that get the, get the feel um you know maybe i hope that we have some opportunity to at least see some deer and um, Do you want to tell everybody what that program is? It's yeah, a pretty so cool program. It's a super cool program. So Field the Fork originated uh, in Georgia as part of QDMA, Quality Deer Management Association, and has spread to I don't, 
don't want to say all their chapters, but many chapters uh, around North America. And what it is is a, a way of introducing new hunters, predominantly adult onset hunters, as we kind of have dubbed them, um, to the sport of hunting. Uh, obviously, hunter recruitment is a major challenge right now in, in many areas. Um, and we just want to broaden the audience of who is participating yep. in the sport, the pastime. Um, so as part of the West Michigan chapter, we are taking on three mentees. We have three mentors. Mm-hmm. I am one of them. And all these people are completely new to hunting, pretty diverse backgrounds from my mentee who has been in a tree stand before. He's actually a, a cinematographer and uh, has filmed hunts but has never hunted himself. So he's got a little the, idea what to yeah, expect. Yeah, he, he got his first turkey this spring but um, yet to get a deer or really do much deer hunting on his own um, to, I believe, a agri-science major to someone that's really into guns and competitive shooting and that kind of thing. It's but like, That's a good mentee to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But uh, has never hunted yeah you have so, to show many of the, uh, the the shooting part yeah you gotta bring them out there put them on a deer exactly so we we take these mentees um out with us we first do a night of kind of deer 101 which we did this past friday yep and break down everything hunting related from how to fire we're using in this case crossbows uh, or most people are opting to that's kind yeah. of the easiest entry point for most sure. people in this state being legal for anyone to hunt with um, all the way down to deer biology and kind of how to scout and stand placement, you know, assessing your wind and right. all so that still, kind of I stuff. I still remember you telling me the story. Um, what was it? Were you guys looking at soybeans? Yeah. Yeah, and then you said, oh, I wonder if they're going to be in the beans. And he asked you. Why would they be in the beans? Why would they be in the beans? It's oh, like, right. It's because they eat them. They yeah, like them. They beans. eat them. Sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's so many things you just gloss over talking to these mm-hmm. new hunters where they they're, like they're giving, beans. giving you this look like, what on what earth are you Except when they're yellow, about? but then again when they're brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Precisely. <laughs> so it's really cool. It's just kind of a, a bit of a reality check, I think. It makes you appreciate the things that you've learned yeah. and this thing that we all enjoy. And uh, it's really neat to be able to share it with someone else. So I'm really looking forward to it, the chapter that i'm part of here in west michigan was unsuccessful in getting any of their mentees deer last year so oh, I'm, man you have I'm to buck the trend hoping to change that i literally see what i did yeah that's that. a good, the good play on words yeah i'm i'm thinking that's not going to be too big of an issue but we'll see wow oh, that's well. that's the kiss of death right there yep. you see here here first he's not going to see the deer the whole season oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i like it's like yeah yep it's when you say I'm gonna go do a doe hunt tonight. Yeah, it's a doe hunt. I'm taking a doe. <laughs> yeah. I've been seeing him there every, and then nothing. This is all bucks. Yeah, yeah. Covered him, yeah, lousy with him. All right, that's it. All right, so that's that. That gives me a good sense of what your what's your goal for the year. Do you have a goal? Do you do goals? This that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm fairly new to this whole thing. Yeah. I've only been like serious back into hunting for a handful of years now. I'd love to get a three and a half year old buck. Yeah. Um, yeah, one solid three and a half year old buck would on the new property that, you know, I have yeah. no clue what's going on other than trail camera survey over the last couple months. That'd be a good first year. I would, I would be very happy with that. I would love for my dad to be able to do the same. Um, the two of us have been busting our butts this summer and I think that would be kind of the ultimate. To a lot of sweat get, equity. Yeah. Get, get a couple nice bucks on the ground and then my mentee as well as, uh, my wife, I would love to be able to have them shoot a doe that's that's a lot of deer down to meet your goals yeah we can Before a few of them can go milestone. <laughs> yeah. Milestone. yeah i like that yeah hey we wanted to take a quick break here from the conversation to thank a couple of our sponsors who helped make this show possible one of the reasons why james and i love hunting so much is because we get to share our wild game with other people but we need to be able to do it that's easy and reliable every time Gorilla Grills is a local company here in West Michigan, based in Holland. One of the great things about them is they ship the grill directly to you. 
There's no middleman, no big box store, so they're able to make a superior product at a better price point. The food and the smoke quality that's coming off this grill is unbelievable. We've received so many compliments on it already. So if you guys want to find out more about what Mark and his team are doing over there, head over to GorillaGrills.com to order your new grill. Now a proud partner of Boga Hunting, the American-owned, veteran-owned, Wisconsin-based Vortec Optics Company designs, engineers, produces, and distributes a complete line of premium sport optics, accessories, and apparel. Dedicated to providing unrivaled customer service and exceptional quality, Vortex backs its products with an unconditional transferable lifetime VIP warranty. So if you guys want a glass with the best, head over to VortexOptics.com and use promo code BOGA20 for 20% off. Thanks for listening, and let's jump back in. All right, Jared. So you, I said at the beginning uh, that your odds are not as strong. For the buck that you're talking about, now you've got other plans. Giving me the Hunger Games, huh? Yeah, just saying, like you've got a situation that's a little different. Like it's private land, but... The old private land butt. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's the butt? You got some people hunting but, well, with you, I don't I know. Where, I don't know where you're going. Yeah, like, you're not the only one hunting it. Um. Yeah. And it's not like you and your dad, you guys share the same... Uh, Intel and practices. And, and values. Val- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, the company is leasing a piece of property here in uh, southern Michigan. You're, the company you are employed by. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um. And it's for if they want to bring clients out or for us employees if they want to go down there. So we... I should, can I be your client? Yeah. He said, you can come down there. I'm in. <laughs> now you're talking all this crap. How much do I have to buy? Yeah. yeah what do I have to buy? <laughs> talking all this crap. I don't really still understand. Some kind of soap products is all I know. <laughs> it's chemicals. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need to know. Um, so we get first crack, but then if, if uh, like, a client's coming through or if, like, one of, like, a good friend's coming by, then they get first crack. Right. Which is fine. I get it. But I got this picture of this nice it's a nine point yeah nine point that one side that on the property there's some bigger power lines that kind of rip through the middle but there's soybeans planted all along the the power lines Mm -hmm. in between these two woods full of white oaks so we did a speed scout uh last friday because you just got permission we had just gotten it so the next day we're out there we hung three stands in in three decent spots that we we hope to be good um who's with you at this point uh another co-worker another co-worker yep so, yeah, he he accompanied me. Uh, we quick, we went, we did go into an area where we kicked up probably about seven or eight deer. So we are most likely thinking, yeah. <laughs> we looked at we looked at an area. Game over. <laughs> the whole bachelor. She gone. Yeah. Um, we did look at an aerial map just to have some sort of idea where we thought they were betting. Sure. Um, can tell a lot. You've been using was, that topo especially. Yeah, I have. I love the USGS topo map. Me too. Check it out, Mark. We were just talking about it. That. If you're looking to start in a new place, like it is, it's incredible. It's great. It's awesome. Then you throw other layers on it, but that's, um, we digress. Which most of it turned out to be true when we were looking at the maps. So we were able yeah. to hop on there pretty quick, throw up our stands, and we threw out four different cameras um, throughout the. You got that cell camera. 70, out there. 70 acres or so. Did you get that thing working? No, I didn't. Have a hunk of junk. <laughs> it's. I even got in, like a external antenna, and I hung it. 10 feet up in the tree. Oh, geez. Yeah, still nothing. We took it out earlier this summer yes, in a place did. that sucked, and I think I got poison ivy on that trip. This is it, the same camera that went to the swamp that yeah, never got... and never got pictures, and it was a bitch to get. Mm-hmm. Excuse my French, I brought but it, back, it really was. I brought it back to the office, though, and tested it before we went out. It was taking pictures and sending it to my phone. But I bring it out there. It's got to be a dead spot. It has to be. The, the only, thing is, like, only thing I can think of. Like, think of how many hunt places do you hunt that aren't dead spots. You know what I mean? Like, ninety percent of ninety percent of my time, I'm yeah. like in a dead spot where I don't have much service. So it's like, ugh. Well, needless to you say, you need five G. I heard I, that's going to solve your problem. Yeah, it's going to solve a lot of things. But I gave the gave the cameras a week and went back there and back there and checked. I knew it was probably a it's little. A gi- that's a Jimmy period. That's if a we're Jimmy waiting. move right there. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. But I was able to get that picture of that big nine point on there, and he came through at like six in the morning. How soon after you left did he come through? Um, couple like days. days. Okay, couple days. Bad. What was it? September eleventh last week? No, it was two weeks ago. I don't even know. 
Um, he was there on the 17th, so it was probably a few days after that. You're looking up your day. Too. I am looking up the day. Uh, yeah, it was a whole week. Okay. okay. Whole week. Yep. So you got this buck. You figured out where he's he's eating, or at least he's on his way to probably to bed. The thing is, when I when I sent the picture to the guy group chat, the hunting group chat, this was a debate Jared and I had. I did call James, and I knew that if I revealed this buck to your that the masses. That was my next question. Would come running. Is how do you handle what? What? What would your company be, spot? Yeah. Would you tell everybody? It's or like not? the cell cams dumping straight to the company server. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like no, I it runs bucks? through me. Okay. Right. So, so like Mark, so you've got the filter. Mm-hmm. Would, would weigh in on this. He ended up telling him. Would you have told your your associates? That's why I work for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I would have felt bad. My conscious conscience. I told you I make up words on this. Yeah. Podcast. Well, conscious is you're awake. But um, yeah, my conscience yeah. told what me was conscious? that if I didn't, that karma would come back and there you go. You just, know what I mean? You know, just treating people well, you're treating like how you'd wish to be treated. That buck is gonna walk straight to you. That, you know, what? I hope so because I think we've got six guys coming. He's like next you're, week you're, to you're, hunt that you're property. A good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the the guy who leased it before we had it said there's a monster running down there, so people know he's there. I'm is sure, that the I'm monster sure you think, or is there even be. another monster? Could be. That area is known for going this, big deer. Maybe so. this is your chance to get that drop tine buck you've been dreaming of. That drop tee? Yeah. We've been talking about, ever since we were young boys in high school, the goal has always been a drop tine buck. That double T. You just don't see a lot around here, especially. I've never seen one. Have you? No. No. I never have in person. Was the one in Wisconsin a drop tine? No. No, it was oh, giant. Did you hear? Did we? Was this on the recording? That was not your buck you saw. We talked to Anthony, who we met out there. Yeah. Um, he's like the next week, a guy that was hunting 200 yards from where I saw that deer got shot. He's like the biggest deer I've ever seen in my life. He's like 150, 160 class. The guy was like freaking out, and I'm like. I mean, who knows? It could be right. one of many bucks, but I'm telling you, the buck that I saw, <laughs> I thought it was bigger than 150, 160. It probably. But it was just, it was bigger than your buck. And oh, you're, not stop. Not to, like, shade, throw some shade, <laughs> but, like, Jared, stop. Here, the reason I say this is Jared had shot a buck in Illinois. That's, like, a good standard by which other bucks should be measured. Like, right, if you're bigger fair. than you, Jared. You remedied the situation. You set, you set a bar with that. Like, you've the, probably the, you do have the biggest buck. Now, it was on private land. Like that's fine, but you know, bucks a buck, bucks maybe. a buck, and uh, but it was it was in that category, you know, yeah, plus yeah, or yeah, minus. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, anyways, he's he said a guy got shot. It ended up not being able to find it right there. So, I I don't know if was it's it ever the same. recovered. No, no. Oh, so it could still be could out be there. hearsay. Well, the guy. Well, no, he. Yeah, you're right. He, like, he could just be making up a story. He was yeah. huge. He was huge. Yeah. Some, it gets bigger, too, when you tell yeah. the story. This uh, basket six point. But I talked to a guy who was half a mile from where we camped Yeah, and hunted all over there. They didn't see one deer. Really? A week after us. It was a weird – It was a we- that, that storm that blew in, that dropped – that shut movement down. That shut it down. Like those, you want a temperature change, but like he, like Anthony was saying, and we're we're gonna get into this Not podcast a 50 later. Degree drop. A fifty degree drop is it shuts all movement down. It reminds me of when we hunted the polar vortex, and literally nothing, nothing was moving around. Yeah, we camped in that zone. Yeah, negative twenty <laughs> worked out. So, anyways, all right. So you um, what's your uh, what your so you you're gonna do a lot more uh, uh public land hunting. Yeah, that's my plan. That. That that property is just too far of a drive to be hitting it all the time. Yeah, and and you and I have been start. We've been setting a lot of pins. Yeah, we've been peppering the map right now, yeah. just with some deep, nasty, danky, nasty. danky spots. Anything where you go to through a swamp, down something really steep, and across a moving water. Yeah, or across water. moving water, one or or lake access or river access. That is, I mean, ideal spot. So yeah. with that in mind, that's a lot. There's a lot of spots like that where it's islands in a swamp, which I think we're talking about in two weeks hunting. If you're in, sure, uh, hunting. We're gonna go deep into public land in a, on a Saturday morning. I'm ready for a push? All right, good. You got one in you from uh, Wisconsin. You've <laughs> yeah. going in on the inflatable ca- uh, canoe yeah. again. All right, well we need. Oh, bring on the beaver. Oh names. yeah, no buck tines. 
Yeah. It's, uh, I got a hard shell. I'll bring it. Smart. One. That's a good call. Um, no, I like I like plugging my finger in there. And <laughs> Did you make just, it? And praying. <laughs> Mark just hears splashes. Are you here? <laughs> At least you didn't go. Though actually, and we've talked about this, I know, before. The, the real sketchy situation was trying to go across again. Remember where we were like, well, maybe we can walk across or like. That was deep. That thing was raging. It was a raging river. Dark. I was up to nowhere. my chest and I had like a 10 foot stick uh-huh. and the stick went all the way down. All the way down. I'm like, Jared, the wa- you fall once. See yeah, you later. Done, <laughs> we're seeing you. Uh, it's on in Missouri or somewhere after yep. the, the river takes I'll you I'll be down. driftwood, baby. Yep. So. So what's the game plan going into opening weekend for you guys? Opening or weekend. I've just got Just over a week away. I've brother-in-law decided to have a wedding ah uh, my brother has <laughs> so i'm gonna be in colorado <laughs> for a week flag. what about you uh, i could probably do saturday and sunday oh, you. but opening I'm, opening day i probably could i could probably get out early and go hunt that lease must be nice i can't i have to do a whole i'm gonna be gone until the fourth or fifth get a tag oh uh, in wisconsin or in colorado and i just don't have time i have to work yeah. the whole time uh, it's just and i have to do all wedding stuff in a wedding your brother's wedding yeah I'm, fair, me and jake geez. are best men so it's yeah. like one i have i have duties um but yeah i've really considered still oh, just dudes like i am gonna be rubbing it in so hard next <laughs> that's week. what she what <laughs> <laughs> uh, no as you know what i'm gonna be living through you vicariously so okay. i Bicariously. Don't. <laughs> Bicariously. Uh I'm gonna need some updates. Oh, there'll be updates. Um maybe you t- maybe we need a, a story takeover, a mark adventure. First week on mm. the new proper first hunt on the new property. Yes. People would like that, I yes. think. All right. Um we're not asking, we're telling yeah, you. It's either, <laughs> it's either that or wedding photos. Yeah, exactly. You wanna come and take what do, wedding? What do you guys want to see out there, huh? <laughs> yeah, so while we're out yeah, so anyways, for so my my opening won't be until that next week. I'll probably hunt here during the week somewhere on my back three. Um, and then I'm going to hunt. Uh, it's a set that Saturday morning out was, was where I would like to have us go. Take you seriously <laughs> so right now for people that aren't watching, I've got, I, I've been shooting a, a tab for my recurve, but I lose them all the time. I just lost one literally the more, the night before. You just make a wrist strap for it, man. Uh, that wouldn't, how would but that even work? It, drill a hole through the back of it. Well, it's it's Put leather, some, so I could snip a hole. But I mean, you, know, you just want a nice clean hole. I, whatever. How about punch a hole? Punch a hole through it. Idiot mittens. Yeah. No, and tie them into your the, coat. No, and and tie it to your wrist. This Have is a, my idiot mitten. Wow. So, singular. <laughs> so here's here's what. So I I am go I am debating trying a uh, a glove like the three finger shooting glove is what I'm wearing. But when you get it, it's like stiff. And so I shot, I still took it out hunting, but it was, it's not the same. And so you're, it's almost like you're pulling back on a straight surface rather than something that curves a little bit. So I'm just wearing it around. All day, every can day. You just like Whenever rub, I'm not typing. Rub some uh, leather juice on there or something? You can. I don't know. I don't want to get it all gooby. Like I, I didn't, and I didn't have any, uh, <laughs> hey, why don't I didn't have put, any hey. glove grease. Rub it with some string wax. Holy cow. I'll try that actually. I'm just saying. I got them a little wet. And actually worked warm water, and I just like I used to do with soccer cleats. I'd put them on yeah. in the shower, you know. Uh, you never did that. Did that. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> no. It forms into your feet, man. Leather. You put them in the shower, and then you like walk around in them. Uh, I got the synthetic leather. Leather. Yeah, leather. Up another word. <laughs> He's been. I'm drinking. not having a good leather. Leather shoes. Yeah. Um. Uh. The question though for you, Jared, is what's your what's your gear look like? Like what's your layering? How are you going to approach opening? Um. Week? Yeah. To kind of copycat what mark said it's going to depend on the day but what i have in the stash right now um and what i advise everyone to have is a good base layer of merino wool right um so how heavy is you're going to be your base for like a early season maybe low is in the mid 30s mid weight yeah which one is that one the uh, uh the fuse fuse nice tops and bottoms and that'll get me through i'll put those on the entire year yeah that will be my base layer uh, and it it does, basically grows into his skin. Yeah. <laughs> you heard of these monks? They'd wear camel hair, and eventually, like, they'd grow into their own chest. Have you heard of this before? Weird. That's going to be you by the end of the season. It's There's going to be you and Fabric help will be one at that point. I hope so, man. <laughs> Just walk around. <laughs> You'll always be warm. <laughs> Wicked all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, I have that on basically the year, whole year. Uh, and then I will, on my legs, I wear the obsidian merino pants. Mm-hmm. 
and that basically gets me from early season to mid season without anything on with it or with the fuse underneath with the fuse on i, I yeah, always okay. yeah always Work. always put on the fuse it's not necessarily windproof at all so you will get some some get draftiness some, through there drafty uh but it is made out of merino too so you're basically doubling up on it but then the great thing about it is i use it for my midweight I like to have things that are multi-purpose that I can use throughout the season and serve different purposes. Yeah. Um, yeah, we get that question a lot. They're like, "Well, why do you choose these things and like what what's your philosophy when you talk about it?" And I don't wear I don't want 50 pairs of pants no. for one occasion. You know, right. I want one that can serve multiple occasions. You can wear a lot yes. for doing a lot of things. Um so that's that's what I key in on. And then uh this year I just picked up one of the Brooks Down. I like that thing. Jacket, which is really nice. And I'll probably use it as a pillow like you do with your own compadre. Yeah. Um, it's it's lightweight. It's decently warm, which, again, I'll use it as my midweight underneath the uh, solitude jacket, which should last me all the way. The that's what year. we didn't yeah. have last year. Yeah, it's that, that midweight. That insulation, mm-hmm. another insulation, and that's down. Yep. So it's pretty warm, and it's really light. Like, you can't even tell it's on. So yeah, six six pieces, and I'm, I'm good. I don't have any uh, rain gear. I if probably, it's raining I probably hard, should. Yeah. You can get away with the thing is with that sanctuary uh, or sanctuary solitude um, jacket and bibs. It's rain. Re- it's water DWR. Yeah. yeah. So it. I mean, it can be misting. It's got to be raining pretty good where you're like getting soaked. Yeah. But yeah. If that's no, the case, no need for a rain jacket. Yeah. Right I'll just now. I'll just get wet. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. And uh, what's your goal for this year? Ooh. It's a good one. I would say um, to hunt different locations more. Just everywhere. Just I'll try new try different every time. spots. I want to try to visit all those pins we had yeah. marked out. Because all too often, you know, people, you know, I guess maybe including myself, you get hung up on one specific little area and you think, oh, if I hit this side of the field on this with this tree, maybe I'll see some or this one. Or this. Right. I want to expand out deeper into that just to get a, a lay of the land a little bit better. And I want to test my my skills and my knowledge of you learn a lot of what I've learned. Way. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. like we were talking about earlier, we've got a bunch of spots set out um, in some of these islands out in a swamp, and just testing our knowledge of reading a, a topo map, and then looking at. Um, there's a great feature on the on Huntwise where you can actually, for your state, you can dial in the. So what I'm trying to think of. What, oh, what, what trees? What, yeah, what type of trees? What type of trees? Oh, really? So, so you can see like an oak grove. We found a bunch of these oak stand islands in the middle of swamps. Oh, when you see that, surrounded by like cattails, I'm sure. Which is what what leads you to what you purchased this week, and you haven't talked about in terms of layering. What you? I think you bought it, or you're going to buy it. The uh, oh yeah, set of bibs, uh, like waders. Yeah. Oh yeah, waiters. yeah waiters. Wow, what am I talking about? Bibs. Yeah, like what <laughs> did you get bibs? Oh, I'm losing it. My buddy no, calls waiters. them rubber pants. Rubber yeah. pants. Your rubber <laughs> man pants. I went with the neoprene just for the added weight or uh warmth. Slick, yeah, a little weight. Um so you're but that's a big part of hunting like this because otherwise like you just have to get the like that's the barrier for other people yeah. not getting yep. back there. And that's why they make great morning stands cuz that's where the bucks are going to go bed. But it's going to be a pain and the one that I by the way you're going to probably want to find some uh some waiters. Uh, I got waiters. You okay. got waiters. Good. Okay. okay. Yeah. So yes, I guess to encompass my goal. Yeah. To be more exploratory. Hmm. It's the age of exploration for yes. Jared. Let me ask you this: How many stands do you think you will sit this year that you haven't visited in person beforehand? Like how? All how, of them. <laughs> you, well, you, we visited some of the ones. Like you, we visited the areas. That one. I know where the, the general area is. We've walked it, but like you've not sat up in a tree, is what you're saying. Yeah, so imagine a lake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've been on the west side, almost half, like a, the quarter side, the bottom quarter side. It was just okay. With a lot of sign of other hunters there. Yeah. On the other side, bottom corner, is where we're talking. Okay. It's surrounded on the access on the lower side of all public, mm-hmm. and the only way to get to it is going through a swamp or lakeside access. So you can shoot straight across this lake? No, you take the lake in, and then you pop off the lake into the swamp. And then walk and then into you, these little oak islands. Yeah, in the middle of a swamp, which is... So boat to waders yes. to stand? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then, then, the, the idea being, 
slow each time you add like a, a, a thing that you need to get to your stand <laughs> the boat weeds out some the waiters then weed out even more yep. mm-hmm. and so like no one gets back unless they're coming in through like the other side and they're just blowing every deer out which and, like, it's, ruining it's it. fields and then a strip of woods with a ridge going down into the swamp looks sweet yeah, yeah. sounds sexy so yeah. that's that's what we're hoping for that's like and, and you, that's what i'm shooting at. and that's like your key spot like that's your favorite spot going into the year yeah yeah, so we're just we're gonna wait for the right conditions and. But there are half a there are, are maybe even a dozen other spots between here yep. and a couple other areas, and then up north we found some, and um, I found some uh, near Sleeping Bear mm. that I'd like to check yeah, we out. We talked about that, yeah. Which would be really pretty up there. Um, so what are you shooting? Right now? No, I'm just saying as far as deer. What what's your what's your goal? What's your target? Feels right. When it feels right. If I feel like he's ready, gut, man. You're a gut man, going to your gut. Just yeah, just going with the gut. Okay. So two and a half year old buck walks by. Not feeling that right now. Not right now. Not right now. How about a three and a half? Sure. So right now, if you were to hunt right now, your threshold would be three and a half. Yeah. What about a three and a half? But it's like it's kind of you know spindly. What? Last year, shot two bucks. Yep. Before that, it had been seven years since I'd shot a buck. Yep. Wow. Yeah, you went. You were, I was in the military. You yeah. had a dry spell where you and you just and then, had like weird things happen. Yep. I, I was with you a couple of the times you would shoot deer and like I you pin. I saw him pinwheel. It was a dead nut shot. A buck at uh, like twenty yards. Yeah. We we literally so we're oh, sitting on this. Worst. We're sitting up on a hill. We see these deer cross in a valley far away. So we get up and sneak over. And as we're sneaking in state line, we find this super old ground blind somebody had made. So mm-hmm. we're like. All right, let's just sit here. So we just yeah, plopped on trail, the ground. Trail running right in front of us. Yep, and we hardly had any cover. Like, we were just kind of hunkered down, and that buck came. Dude, was 20 yards. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I'm, I'm just sitting back because I think I had just shot one or something, and I'm like, well, it's Chip shot. It's mm-hmm. a Jared. This is gonna, this is sweet. I think you had an expandable. I'm like, man, this is – and he, I mean, from all appearances, heart shot the deer, and that thing, gone. Could not find it. Nope. I think it – I don't know. I don't know where it went. But yeah, so we, you fo- like- we followed the blood trail probably like two, three hundred yards on yep. to the guy's private land. And we couldn't get access to that guy's land. Mm-hmm. Well, you had a lot of that. Or you had one time your broadhead expanded in the air on yep. a buck. Ooh. Like he just had, you had literally. Just bad luck. I, well, you know how the thing is? Sucked. If you don't do this, you have seven years of bad luck. Like <laughs> Jared me. didn't do that, yeah. whatever that, that was thing me. was. So I needed pop. But you broke it because you this year, last year you did a turkey, and a tom, and two bucks. Yeah. Like you're on a roll Felt right good. now. So I think this year I could probably hold out. Yeah. You know what I mean? That answer your question? Yeah, it answers my question. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. What's your, uh, I guess we'll make it round robin here. What's that's your, what I was hoping for. Yeah. This guy's already got a hunt in. Because you, you called. No, you texted me the other day and said, hey, I think I'm changing up my entire clothing set. Yeah. All right, I'll start with that. Um, so actually, I'm not totally changing it, um, but I'm changing some things. A couple things. I'm going mostly solid colors because I like – I honestly wear a lot of this stuff when I hike and stuff as well. Like when I was camping this year, it's like I wish I would have that with me. And I don't I don't always want to wear camo when I'm out. So a lot of solids, but when I get in my stand, I'm going to throw my uh, leafy camo, that first light leafy thing, on top mm-hmm. of it. So then I like have camo out there. Phantom? That thing's sweet. Um, that's what I was wearing this – this uh two days ago when i was hunting on the ground and literally a deer looked at me as i'm drawing like six it was actually about nine yards away so really close and had no idea like couldn't see me and because i'm just leafied out um so my my switch up is i had before a very light merino i have a very heavy merino and then i would do a puffy and my solitude keeping the solitude keeping the heavy merino but instead, I'm adding, like, the kiln, which is first light's, like, mid, mid-weight mid layer. I had had it in the past, and I f- just felt like I could wear it all the time. Like, it's the most versatile, probably mm-hmm. the most versatile piece I've, I had. So I'll have that, and then I'm going to throw on, because I saw Mark, uh, Mark had ordered a, uh, what is that thing called? Uh, the vest. Henley? No, oh. the uh, saw tooth. Saw, saw, sawtooth. Sawtooth, yes. Saw sawtooth. The pants I got. Yep. The, and I got those pants too. Those Dude, are, they I are do too. sick. <laughs> the saw, okay. Oh, we'll I sold back. all you guys <laughs> after you all told me they were the wrong choice. No, no. I, I never so, said that. Like, I got, you totally did. I, he, well, so I take it back. I went back all the way where I had the obsidian pants, but I'm only rocking the sawbuck pants this year. 
the reason being, first of all, they shed water a little bit. Mm. And how many times are you walking into your stand and the grass is wet and you just get soaking wet pants? So I'm like, man, I get that all where I'm walking through prickers. I'm like, I could just have this. I'm resting my knees against my tree stand anyway. So it'd be nice mm. to have a little bit of a, a rougher thing. And it's like, well, why do I need two pairs of pants? I'll just get this one and have it do everything. When I'm walking around, you know, scouting in the late season, they're they're just tan so I can wear them around. But then they're great for deer hunting too. Anyways, going back to the vet, I have uh, that vest, that sawtooth vest yep. that I saw you got. Which is You're exci- a fan of the vest. I do. I swear like you always have been. Because I like having, uh, my arms don't ever get cold. This is my chest. And like a vest, a good vest keeps you like incredibly warm. So I've got this sawtooth vest, sorry, I keep getting it wrong, which is like loft in the front, just merino on the back, and it's super light. So then I'm going to throw the uncapagre over that, and then when it's um, kind of rainy or if I'm walking through brush on the way out, I'll do that corrugate um, guide, uh, oh, yeah. which is like a shell, but it's kind of a stretchy one. So like I can always shell? have that to break wind. So even if it's uh, – I just said break wind. So, hey. So if it's like it's like 40 degrees but it's windy and it kind of gets you chilly, I can just throw that over top. It packs down real small. Um, can throw the puffy underneath it if it gets cold, and then when it's pretty cold, I'll throw the, the bibs and uh, the sanctuary on. So just it's not a huge change, but it's like I feel like I just need to fine tweak it a little bit. Yeah, so, yeah, like I said, mostly solids, but I plan on throwing the uh, the Phantom over top. I, it worked so well the other day. I'm sitting on the ground, and the deer looked right at me. So Nice. Going, for me, the opposite is true for me. When you had seven years of bad luck, I had seven years, or I was I was on a roll for a while. The past then, last year, starting last year, I have had rough luck. Like, um, seeing a trend here. Yeah, like... The yin and the yang. Yeah, there's yeah. a big. There's a thing though. He had a big change in his hunting methods. Yeah. Oh, going go? traditional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did not make it easy. Here. It's not going to make it easy. So that I will give that to you. The big and you know what? Even inside of that, the big difficulty I've had was not only going to trad because the first year I switched, I still shot a. I shot a deer. It was just a doe. Yeah, but not w- just a doe, but I shot a doe. When you used to shoot a compound, you were pretty deadly. Yeah, and like I was shooting would, some does a yeah. lot. Um. But what made it more difficult was switching to instinctive style aiming. It's just harder. Like, I want to get good at it, and I'm sticking with it because I think it'll be valuable in terms of I don't need to mess about with ranges. I am hopefully can develop my eye where I – Yeah, you're not using the arrow as a sight. You're just pointing I'm looking aiming, at man. the spot. and um, So two day, a couple days ago um, was early doe season for, for me, um, and I, me and my, my 8-year-old daughter – Went out to our backwoods uh, on a, a fort I made her, um, and deer literally just come right back and forth there. Been seeing deer there every night, so I'm like, sweet. We're going to go in the morning, see what happens. So we get out there. The The sun's not up, but I deer come right up to us. Like It's not shooting light, so we're just kind of staying still. It was, it was pretty cool. They leave, so I'm like, man, you know, this is exciting for me to hunt, but I'm like more excited just that I get to hang out with um, D in the woods, so... She's kind of cold, so I just kind of, like, lay on the ground with her. I'm, like, snuggling her. We're kind of just whispering and just having a good time. It was really fun. Um, and so I'm like, hey, D, let me just peek a sec to see if there are any deer out there. And I look up, and I, I kid you not, there is there was a doe five yards away from me to my side. There was that doe that I shot, that I did shoot at, like, nine yards. And they have no idea I'm there. They're not looking at me. Like, they can't, they have no no clue. So I'm like, D, I'm going to shoot one, <laughs> uh, right? So I'm like, okay, I grab my bow, I get it up, and I'm, it's like halfway up and halfway drawn, and she looks at me. So I like stop, and I'm like, well, she must see me, but she, she can't. She's like kind of doing the thing where she's kind of looking through you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's not really like focusing, so I'm like, well, I'm kind of had. So I just keep drawing, and she doesn't move at all, and she's kind of like looking, and I shoot, um, and I hit her high, um, and it could be just, because she's closer than I expected. I don't know. Um, again, it could be that I literally switched, or it could just be that I blew the shot. Um, hit her high and let her rest for a while. I'm like, D, it was a high shot. We got to we gotta give her some time. Um, gave her some time. We tracked her for three miles. I think my mm. pedometer on my phone said by the end wow. of it. I mean, I, I hate giving up. And I want, and I, this is a, you know, doesn't make me look very good, but a story, uh, when I was uh, young, when I first started rifle hunting, I shot at a deer, uh, and I hit a branch, like it was, it hit a branch along the way at some point and it shot him in the leg. 
And I'm like, holy cow, you know, I, I, I feel horrible. Like, what do I do? I was, I grabbed one of my cousins and we tracked it f- for a day, the entire day, tracked it through the woods. It was snowy so I could follow just drops of blood and end up shooting again. So I, I don't like to lose. I feel, mm-hmm. so I, me and D looked forever. I, I even grabbed my dog who has found deer for me in the past. Um, when I can't find it, he got us a lot farther than Good even old I Henry. got. Yeah. He's been great at talked to a, a local farmer who let me, you know, trounce through his land. Really nice guy. And we lost the blood trail, even Rover with Henry now named Rover by my daughter. <laughs> she changed his name eight years in, <laughs> uh, and he's been, just, or sorry, 11 years in and he's yeah. now Rover. So you hate to be him, but Anyways, uh, all that said, uh, never found it. it. I mean, it was a it was a rough way to start. I feel like she might not have made it too, which because the other deer have shown up and she's not there. So that's been driving me crazy uh, for the past couple days. But looking forward to this year. Um, Jared mentioned the spot that we've looked at, and I really like. Uh, I I don't have any p- private land that I'm hunting this year. My spot that I'm excited about that will either go to mine or his uh, the day that I'm talking about. But essentially, it's a public land that butts into two cor- the corner of two fields that are private. And it's basically a swamp goes right up to it. There's a little kind of spot where they come in in the corner. And there's a bunch of little islands um, in this swamp. Um, in the past, I've snuck out there. And I actually, when it was raining, uh, sn- snuck up and on a, a couple bedded bucks in the rain there. So I, I know that they bed there. I know it's a good spot. And I've got a, had a camera out in past years where I've got a lot of good bucks. Um, and so I know they're there. So that's kind of my, my go-to spot. It's a lot of swamp, but to get to the backside, if we were going to hunt it in the morning, we'd want to approach the backside, try to sneak into an Island, but to get to that backside, the nearest trail is like a mile and a half. So you're walking straight up through the woods for a mile and a half. So, you know, that's, that's one way that I'm trying to weed people out, not only a swamp, but maybe some distance in there too. It'd be a long trek. It will be a long trek, but the way out, say we were to get one, we can just take the, the front side. There's a trail that walks, oh, yeah, that yeah, goes yeah. right between the fields and the swamp on the other side. So the hope is we shoot it, it dies right there, we drag them right out. I'm game for whatever. Whatever, if the conditions are right for one over the other, yeah. I'm game. We go to one of those. My thought is, I'm not too worried about blowing it out because when it's public land, I just go in and just like, if I want to hunt it again, just wait till the rut happens like mm-hmm. we were talking about with yep. Anthony. Uh and it'll be hot again. So, yep. so that's kind of our approach to that. Um, my goal, you mentioned goals. Yep. My goal is a little different. I'm working towards just chronicling my hunts more. Okay. I've got a journal that I'm bringing out. I'd like to write about it. Um, just even to journal things like which way the wind was coming, what the temperature was like, um, and learn more with data um, and yeah. just my own, you know, thoughts. So. That's kind of my approach, and that's going to be my my goal for this year. Um, obviously, I want to shoot a deer, I want to shoot a big mature buck, and some mature does, and you know, and all those things fill my freezer. I'm in a my uh, we order a cow every year. Uh, my cow is not going to be ready now. I just found out till May, March or May. Oh yeah, they're all backed up. And yeah. so Processing. now I'm like, now I got to find I got a meat crisis, if you will, on my hands. <laughs> like I got to get some deer. Laura just said to me the other day. Um, the squirrels not cutting it. The, the squirrels are not cutting it, man. That's too, that's a meal. Um, but she, it's funny today. She sent me an article about the pig problem in America, like wild pigs. It's like, you know, obviously it's a huge problem. She's like, are you going to be doing any pig hunting this year? So I might have to add that in. I don't think you need a license for that either. Well, there's I'm, ferals up North. If I can yeah. find some, I would, I would love it. I mean, with that smoker, ooh, smoking a whole hog. You can't fit a pig in there. No, you chop it up. Or we can get a pig smoker and make a, a boga party. Yeah, you dig <laughs> the pit. You dig the pit, you yeah. know. Not a Hawaiian. You talking like burying it in coals? No. Well, I know. You bear, You dig a pit. You put the coals in it. You put it over the top of the pit. That's how. You, that's not um, how you do it. I'm talking like, get a, the trailer like thing? a barrel and it just rotates like rotisserie. I know what you're talking about. Throw the whole pig in there and let her go. Boga party? All I right. think we need a boga party. With togas. Sweet. Yeah, that's fine. Well, I'm wearing toga boga. Yeah, not happening. That's dumb. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Closing. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna end it here. It's only the the conversation is only gonna go downhill from here. So, uh, parting thoughts. Anything you want to say? Cover before we uh, we end. I'm excited, man. Holy cow! I'm excited. I got a new release. You got what? A new release. Oh, you oh, did. I was telling Mark that. Yeah. What'd you get? Uh, the True Fire Hardcore uh, Foldback. You got a thumb or finger release? An index, baby. You went from, wow. Yep. Regression. You regressed. What are you, a caveman? Um, you don't want a thumb no, release anymore? I, 
I like having. This is what a thumb. This is the same. This what I'm wearing right here is a finger re- uh, release. It's the equivalent. It's attached to you. <laughs> why? Know. Why did you? Is that why you switched? I want something attached, and it folds back. I've had it before. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I was shooting wompy with my my uh, thumb release. You just sell it? I, no, I still have it. Can I have it? No. <laughs> I don't even want it. <laughs> I was just getting inconsistent shots. You feel better with this? shots, and I was grouping them real tight at 30, so you probably that's, have, that's my party. probably thought. has target panic. He switched releases. Ick, now ick, it's ick, throwing ick. his body off, but once it gets yeah. used to it, he's going to be all over the place Set again. Right if we come back to this conversation and he's all over the place, Mark, you and I need to have an intervention and tell yep. him he's got target <laughs> panic. It's going to be awesome. He gets one good <laughs> shot at tack in, and suddenly he's the maestro. <laughs> Man, that's what gave him target panic. That's what gave him target panic. It was 25. What's the date today? We're recording this on the 22nd. Mark, mark this date. If if Jared comes back and says, "Man, that finger release is bogus," we know he's got target (laughs) panic. Don't. Once you say it, I'm gonna get it now. All right, boys. uh, Mark, yeah, you're excited. Yeah, yeah. Leave it at that. But uh, no, it's it's gonna be. I think a really good season. I'm excited to hunt the new property. I'm um, excited to have a full season with you guys. Oh, yeah, man. baby. Doing some it's hunting. Gonna... I'm excited for the bear hunt. Yeah. Berga. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that'll be fun. Berga 2020. Berga 2020. Um, yeah, I'm excited too. Just, I think COVID, like I've just, ex- I, Dude, we need it makes it more fun. Like, we, I, we all need this. Yeah. So it does. It makes it better. <laughs> you hate to blame things on COVID, but sometimes it's just the it's the catch fall. Makes things better. Scapegoat. Yeah. Oh. Sitting 20 feet in the air in the middle of nowhere sounds so good, right? Right. Now. It does. Everybody leave me alone. Yep. I yep. don't want to hear about your new normal. My yep. new normal is the tree stand. Yep. Deal with Just it. Leave me alone out here. Uh, Vortex actually was funny. They had a, a story on Instagram today, and it was like them doing a Zoom call because they're all working from home. And three of them, there's Brittany, who we've talked to, yeah. uh, and she's on the camera, and then everybody else is off camera, and she'll ask a question, and they'll all talk back like this. <laughs> And she, she gets all pissed, says, turn on your, your camera, and they're all on their tree stand. So that's how I plan on doing meetings for a while, at least for November. I would love that. Just, hey, guys, my sales are up this month. i got to mute you. I'm going to gonna close. Hang on one sec. Whack. <laughs> Can you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, thank you, everybody, for listening in to us ramble and ramble about uh, the hunting season this year. Hopefully yours is either kicked off or it's kicking off soon. And you guys have the best of luck. Um, always shoot us pictures or stories of your success. We love to read it. Um, we love to hear from you. Um, but with that in mind, tune in next week for some awesome uh, hunting content. Badamingo. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Boga Hunting Podcast. If you guys like what you hear and want to follow along on what we're currently up to, hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on and follow us on Instagram at Boga Hunting. Join us next week, and we'll see you then.